Hello, this is Open Ended, a podcast where truly no topics are off limits, and I'm your host, Callie Wiesner. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hi, guys. It's Callie. I'm super, super, super excited for this week's episode. This is a big step for the podcast. Um, I have my first special guest today. I am super excited. Oh my gosh. I have my excited voice. Um, I think my excited voice only comes out like once or twice per like five podcast episodes. But we shall see. Um, yeah, so first episode, I have my first special guest. Izzy Pfeiffer. So, Izzy, I guess if you want to introduce yourself, say a fun fact. Something like that. Oh yeah. Um. So fun fact, <laughs> I actually hate raspberries. Oh, very controversial. Yes, very. <laughs> <laughs> it's not something usually people hate. Mm-hmm. And also, my favorite color is gray. Oh. Another controversial topic. Right. Yes. I see your very controversial opinions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I guess I am. I already kind of explained it to you a little bit, but about today's topic. So today's topic, we're basically going to be talking about. Like your experience with sports, specifically competitive volleyball, and how that kind of like affected your identity and like how you are as a person, basically. Because I personally think this is really interesting, and I think it'll be really cool to hear kind of your point of view. Because we both play sports, but you're you've done it for a little bit longer than I have, and yours has been more really competitive. So kind of, I guess you can say like explain what sports you play, what you've done. Sure. Yeah. Um, so right now, um, my main sport is indoor volleyball. Mm-hmm. I've been playing indoor volleyball since I think seventh grade. Wow. And I feel like that's been something that like defines me in a way because mm-hmm. it's been something I've been doing for so long and I do it all the time. Mm-hmm. Or I guess my life was just so full of volleyball that it became part of me. Mm-hmm. Um, but volleyball wasn't the only thing that I did growing up. I did nine different sports. Wow. And it's kind of funny because in eight of them, I had to quit because I got hurt. Mm. Um, but except for volleyball, volleyball is the only sport I played where I have not gotten hurt playing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and that's interesting that you say that because you got a really big injury that affected your performance in volleyball, which I think is really interesting. Um, because I know you hurt your knee and that was the whole thing. I mean, maybe explain a little bit about how yeah. that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so I think uh, I think you know this pretty well. I think right. you were there yes, too. I know. Yeah, you were there. I was actually there when this happened, but for people that don't know. Yeah, for people, yeah, for people that don't know, when I was in eighth grade, mm-hmm. I actually remember the date. It was June first wow. of twenty eighteen. Um, it was like a week before we were supposed to graduate. We from were yeah from eighth grade, and we were at the eighth grade graduation dance, mm-hmm. and everything was fine. I was having so much fun with everyone. And I was just standing. I I don't remember exactly, but I think I was like getting a glass of water or mm-hmm. something. But I I know I was standing, not mm-hmm. dancing or like talking right. to anyone. I was by myself. And the next thing I know, I'm on the ground, mm-hmm. and I went into shock. But when I came out of shock, I realized my leg was not in its socket. My knee was oh. out of its uh, socket. Mm-hmm. And at first, I I. I didn't even think about like how bad this was for me or like the pain of it. I I thought 
why am I on the ground? This is embarrassing. I got to get off the ground. I don't want people to see me on the ground. But then uh, the pain started to kick in and I realized I couldn't get off the ground. And that's when I realized that this was going to be really bad because mm-hmm. I had never been in worse pain than I had been in, in that moment. Wow. And it turned out to be um, a pretty much a life-changing experience because mm-hmm. right now I'm a junior in high school and I yeah. still have the same problem right. and it's not healed. Mm-hmm. So I would say that injury defined me a lot. Right, because you ended up dislocating your knee, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Cause that's totally life-changing. I feel like because it's almost been, has it been two and a half years yeah, it's been two and a half yeah, years. Uh, June 1st will be, oh no, it's been three years. It's been three years? No, I can't yeah. do math. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> two and a half years. It'll be three years, Ju- or June 1st. Yeah, three yeah, years. that's crazy. Um, I guess if you want to go, it's pretty much up to you if you how like how specific you want to be, but I guess what were kind of the specifics of the injury for people that are guess, interested? Yeah. Um, so they, when I first, when this first happened to me after I had, uh, like left the dance and gone to the emergency room, Mm -hmm. um, I had some x-rays and an MRI done and it showed that I had torn three of my ligaments on the right, on like the outside of my knee, which it was my right knee. Mm -hmm. Uh, so like on the right side and they offered me surgery, but I chose not to get surgery Mm -hmm. at that time. And I just decided to take the two months off mm-hmm. and be in a leg immobilizer. And if you don't know what a leg immobilizer is, it is the worst thing ever. Right. It's a brace that goes from your hip all the way down to your ankle. And it was so hard. Like the one, the one thing I remember from it, like being so hard was going to the bathroom. Oh yeah. yeah. To undo it. And like right. And I, I, I was told not to bend my leg at all. So going to the bathroom was pretty hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was that that was something that I remember pretty well mm-hmm. was like how hard it was to go to the bathroom. But uh, it didn't heal the way it was supposed to. And something I did that I should not have done was uh, this happened in June and then August was uh, volleyball at the high school and I chose to play and I should not have chosen to play. I should have taken more time off to let it heal properly. And and maybe if I had done that, I wouldn't be having the problem I have today. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that um, it, it would have been smarter for me mm-hmm. to not have played. Yeah. I mean, I guess we're kind of backtracking a little bit. Like, how competitive were you? Because did you do volleyball at a club level before the junior high or was it just at the junior high? Like, uh, what was your kind of experience with that? I started club volleyball when I was 12. Okay. Um, what the hell was I? I was in seventh grade when I first started. And that's when I first started to get into competitive volleyball was starting with club because uh, when I was 12, I played on a 14s travel team and I was not expecting to make the 14 travel team because there was a 12 uh, regular team and a 12 travel team, but I ended up making the 14 travel team. Um, And that's when I started to like really start liking volleyball because I was with older girls who were like more experienced and it made me want to be better. Yeah. And, but as a result of the knee injury, I had to switch positions because I started playing as a middle uh, and I had to switch to being a setter because I could no longer jump with my bad knee. Yeah. But I did play competitive volleyball seventh, eighth, and ninth grade. And then after ninth grade, I made a choice to not play uh, competitive volleyball year round because club is in the off season of high school volleyball. Mm -hmm. So it was year round volleyball, but it was pretty competitive up until then. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess kind of 
what you said earlier is like that team environment, I think really pushes you to be the best you can be because you have these people that are really, really good. Right, exactly. And going along with that, like um, sophomore year, I played varsity and it was with most of the girls were seniors Mm -hmm. and some of them were juniors. And I was with older girls who were more experienced and better at the sport than I was. And I had to fight for my spot Mm -hmm. to play. It wasn't just handed to me like it had been in previous years Mm -hmm. and it made me want to work harder right Mm -hmm. yeah that total team environment I think pushes like I said I'm being a little bit repetitive here (laughs) but yeah that total team environment because you were probably the youngest one on the team right uh sophomore year I was not the youngest there was two freshmen younger than me but I was the third youngest Mm -hmm. But on the all the competitive travel teams I've played on, I've been either the youngest or the second youngest. So I'm, I've always been like one of the younger people on yeah. the team. And I guess kind of building off of that, how did that kind of you constantly being pushed to be a better person affect your identity, either in academics or just life in general? Like, how has that kind of affected, I guess, your work ethic or just things like that? It was hard at first, I would say, uh, to manage like school and volleyball and then also hanging out with my friends mm-hmm. like you, Callie. Yeah. And um, it was hard. It was definitely hard that because volleyball is uh, fall semester, if you didn't know. And it, it the, my sophomore year, it went from August to I think the end of November because we didn't end up playing in a tournament mm-hmm. at the end. So it was how many months is that? Uh, like three months of competitive volleyball every day of the week and I had a really hard time managing my uh my sports with my school and it it wasn't like I I just had normal like classes I had pretty Mm -hmm. tough classes and I needed time to do my homework and uh prepare and it was definitely hard I struggled fall semester Mm -hmm. with time management Mm -hmm. and but my work ethic was pretty much the same, I would yeah, say. Yeah. And it was nice having older girls on the team with me because they had been in the classes mm-hmm. I was in previously. So they, uh, I were just, I just remember while uh, we were supposed to be refing the freshman games, uh, the older girls who weren't refing would help me with my homework. <laughs> and we would spend time like studying and I would help them with their flashcards. And it was just such a great environment being with yeah. girls um, who were older than me because they had experience in high school and also in the same classes I had taken. Yeah, I guess what I was trying to say earlier is like, how did that environment of being constantly pushed to be better and being the youngest in the team affect you outside of volleyball? I guess I was trying to say based on my last Sorry question. about that. I should have no, no, been no, more no. clear about fine. that. Um, I would say like it, it was hard. Like mm-hmm. that's all I can really say about yeah, that like, is that it was it, really hard. Yeah, like, I guess how did that how has that kind of being constantly pushed to be better and to show that you deserve to be on the team for volleyball has that kind of affected other aspects of your life because I know that you're a couple years ahead in math like has that kind of work ethic from volleyball or constantly being pushed to be better and being the youngest and to kind of almost prove your worth and your skills has that affected like your academics for sure I would say um mm-hmm. and yeah I am a, I am a couple years ahead in math mm-hmm. and that was something I struggled with and I have been struggling mm-hmm. with since I became ahead in math and it's the same with being quote-unquote like ahead in volleyball mm-hmm. kind of is that I have to work harder than the other people in the class or the mm-hmm. other people on the team 
like in volleyball, I got to work harder if I want to play in mm-hmm. my math class. I got to work harder to show that I deserve to be in the mm-hmm. class. And I am at the same level as my classmates. Right. And I, it's been hard for sure because a lot of people have judged me for it and have made not, or have made it harder for me to get the help I needed uh, because a lot of people didn't take me seriously yeah. for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say for my work ethic and my like mental health, I would mm-hmm. say it, it was definitely hard balancing it and trying to be the best I could or, mm-hmm. or fighting for my spot. But I think that's what's helped me now mm-hmm. being a junior now and I'm, one of the upperclassmen Mm -hmm. it's been it's shaped me I guess you could say yeah for sure um and I would say it's just it's just been that experience has been worth it yeah that's going through that Mm -hmm. yeah because I think it almost in a way I know it's just kind of cliche but it almost builds character and I feel like you're a more well-rounded person when you constantly have challenges and to come be or overcome adversity in such on such a large scale like that from having people constantly I guess like make assumptions about you or just I guess kind of judge you based off of your age or like your abilities and stuff like that yeah mm-hmm. um a lot I've been through a lot of it <laughs> and I would definitely say it's shaped me to to this day like maybe if I hadn't have gone through those experiences maybe I would be a different person today actually I would definitely be a different <laughs> person today uh, if I had an easier time with those experiences, mm-hmm. but uh, I'm happy I went through them because the end result was worth it. Yeah. I mean, even with like the knee thing, I feel like in some way you kind of, it's kind of built you into the person that you are today. Yeah, for, for sure. For bad. Both. I would say <laughs> it's been a, it's been a good excuse to get me out of running and pee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there are, there are a lot of the bad sides to it, but, um, I try to focus more on like the good things if I can't, it's sometimes it's really hard because there's days when my knee is so sore and mm-hmm. aching that it's hard for me to get out of bed. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I get, to, I say to myself, well, at least I don't have to run and PE. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess we talked about this earlier, but how has that knee injury really affected your, I guess, volleyball performance in the past couple of years, especially like a sophomore year with COVID and all those things too. I'm sure that that was impacted in a way. Yeah. I struggled a lot with the knee specifically sophomore year. Uh, Cause sophomore year I was playing varsity and varsity practices were usually three hours. And some, uh, sometimes a coach would go over time. I'd say maybe two and a half to three hours typically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of the times we would go over time and it was every day and, and days we didn't have games would be days we had longer practices mm-hmm. and it was just constant constant volleyball and it was a lot for my knee to handle mm-hmm. uh, not like from going to um, I would say like maybe what is this like 13 14 hours a week mm-hmm. is what I was doing and that was a lot for my knee to handle at mm-hmm. the beginning um and there were definitely days where the next morning at school, I had a hard time mm-hmm. walking because my knee was so sore yeah. and it was a lot for me. Mm-hmm. But um, now with uh, COVID, there's less. Mm-hmm. So it's more in a way, it's been a sort of a blessing in disguise mm-hmm. because I get more time to rest my knee. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is also kind of sad because we don't get to play sports. Yeah. And it, what we need now is distractions mm-hmm. from COVID. And yeah, because I know that. Aptos High, which is the high school, but we both go to one state for girls volleyball, which is super impressive. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure that with those longer practices, there was almost a lot of pressure on you to kind of do better. 
in the face of also having this massive injury that still affects you years later. Yeah, um, the pressure from doing so well was unexpected, I would mm -hmm. say. Like we, as a high school, or like as our school and as a team, we were not, I would definitely say we were not expecting to mm -hmm. get as far as we did. Yeah. Um, but uh, there, there were definitely different like reasons I would say why we did so well and a lot of them were because of our team dynamic but there were also there were lots of like helpful things along the way because one of the teams we played like their main setter got injured oh, and no. then, what yeah it was bad for them but also good for us mm -hmm. because we won the game as yeah. a result and got to continue on mm -hmm. and maybe it was a game that would have been harder for us to play if the mm -hmm. that setter had not gotten injured yeah um but there was definitely a lot of pressure from from uh, other teams in the district and mm -hmm. parents for sure. All of the parents were like filming us mm -hmm. and uh, talking it talking about us, and we were in the newspaper a couple times. Yeah. So yeah. like the general public was learning about us, mm -hmm. and I'd say like the school itself, like maybe like our not necessarily anybody in particular. Mm -hmm. But the school as a whole, like, wanted us to do well. Yeah. And there was People a lot really of pressure. People really about it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was also fun to have that, like uh experience mm -hmm. having people having more people come to our games mm -hmm. as a result which was pretty yeah. cool because it's definitely more fun to play with more people oh yeah totally yeah mm -hmm. um so that it was honestly it was a lot of different emotions that season last season um most of them were pretty good though because mm -hmm. we got to do something that has never happened in our school history mm -hmm. which we got to win the yeah the state title for california which is honestly that's amazing like that's super impressive like <laughs> I just, it's almost like you can't even imagine what that's like until you're there because I'm sure it's crazy at that end turn of end state California, I guess. It was, yeah, it was like, so crazy. Probably insane. It was, yeah, it was super <laughs> insane because we had to start traveling and, mm -hmm. um, while it was super fun and getting to like leave school early and, uh, get on a bus and drive to all these different mm -hmm. places and go to, go, go experience all these different things with my team. Um, it was also kind of hard because missing school means puts me behind right. and me taking these classes and being so ahead in math. I started to fall really behind, um, although I was having fun, you know, yeah. with, with my team and leaving school early. It just it was a lot for my academic yeah. life to handle. Yeah, I guess maybe this is kind of a hypothetical situation, but would you if you had the chance to do it again, would you? do it all over again the same way or if you could change something or make it different what would you do that's a pretty good question <laughs> <laughs> um if i could go through this experience again i totally would there was there'd be no way i'd say no to that because this right. this this experience was life-changing it was so For much sure. fun um but there i would say there were a couple things i would change i would change um how I took care of my knee, mm -hmm. like, I think I, I through the whole season, right? Like I, I kept playing through the pain, but that didn't turn out to be the best choice. Yeah. And even though in like in the moment I, I didn't want to, I wanted to pretend I didn't have the knee injury, but I do. And that's it's part right. of life, part of my life now. I should have taken more care of my knee and I would, I would do that if I went through this again. Like I, I would tell my coach, yeah. like, Hey, I got to yeah. take some time off. I, I got to sit this practice out or just go less hard. I guess yeah. you could say. Yeah. And for my academic life, like I think I would have asked for help more than I did. Cause I was utilizing my teammates to help me. And 
maybe I should have done more of that or had study groups outside, but it was really hard managing time since mm-hmm. most of, most of my days were filled with volleyball. Right. Yeah. If, I guess if you take anything away from this podcast for people that are listening, definitely take the time to rest. If you have a really big injury and you're doing sports, definitely and take like, give your body part that is injured rest, like definitely take the time to like, it's, I think it's called rest, rest or rice. Um, it's, yeah, it's called rice, rest, ice, compression, elevation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Definitely do that. If you're injured, do that and, you know, take time off so it doesn't further the injury for those competitive sports players out there that may be listening to this episode. Totally. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I guess did it kind of help kind of further deepen like that team bonding and kind of that team experience with having people help you like with your homework and stuff? Like how did that almost support system academically affect kind of the team environment and how strong you were as a team? It made us closer for sure as a team to not just be with each other on the court, but also off the court. Mm-hmm. It I think it helped our team dynamic too, because in games you learn or for games by being with the person outside of practice, you learn mm-hmm. more about them and you get to talk to them and then you build more of a bond. So for me as a setter, uh, if you don't know what a setter is, it's a, it's essentially like a quarterback in football. Mm-hmm. Um, we control the play essentially. And by being friends with the teammates and not just like being awkward, I would definitely say helps because you want them to hit well and you want to set them so then they can hit well right. and score points versus like if we didn't know each other or if we hated each other, then maybe that would be different. Or mm-hmm. I, I, if I was mad at someone, maybe I would set someone else, mm-hmm. but then maybe we wouldn't do as well as a, as a mm-hmm. result of that. So I would say like hanging out outside of practice. And getting to know each other better definitely helped team dynamic. And yeah. I think, would, would you agree, Callie, with your cheer team? Yeah, I definitely would think that, I mean, you guys obviously are way closer than us, but I find that cheer is a little more clicky. Um, but yeah, I definitely feel like taking the time outside of practice to really just do whatever and just hang out as people, as a team, but not be doing your sport mm-hmm. is really helpful. And it makes you be able to perform better in a way that you wouldn't have if you just were by yourselves and hanging out with your other friends outside of volleyball all the time. Yeah. I would say it makes us less tense when we're mm-hmm. together. Yeah. I, it would be more comfortable for me to be in a conversation with you, Callie, rather than with a perfect stranger that I've never met before. Because, right. <laughs> yeah, we spend time together outside of, mm-hmm. like, school and outside of, uh, like, from doing this podcast like if I have never met you before this would be kind of awkward and I don't know how much I'd want to share but spending time with people outside of your organized activity definitely helps the dynamic yeah and I also feel like it kind of helps you in a way um be more competitive as a team and work harder towards that goal because you're so connected in a way that I, like I said a minute ago, but in a way that you wouldn't if you didn't have hang out. And I think that is probably one of the reasons why you guys won state was because you guys were so like connected as a team. I mean, you can refute that or not. Oh, I definitely agree with you. And there's, I have an example of this too. Um, there was one of the teams, I'm not going to say which team, cause I don't want people coming at me right. for this. <laughs> um, but there was a team that 
a lot of the players did not get along. And I know mm-hmm. this because I knew a, f- a couple of the players on that team. Like they, there was a couple of them that hated each other, oh hated God. each other. And as a result, they didn't play as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and you could definitely tell too. Like my, there was on my team, there was a lot of the girls who knew those specific people and that specific team pretty well. But there were also teammates that didn't know and they could tell like oh no these you could definitely tell those two don't get along and um, there was like this one time I remember specifically where um, across the net like at the net where you Mm -hmm. you block there was this one girl who was uh, in the way of her Mm -hmm. teammate and she was doing it on purpose so that she could like be in more control over the teammate which is so wrong like if you want to lose that's how you lose right there yeah because now you're essentially playing with five players instead of six Mm -hmm. if you cut one of your teammates out so Mm -hmm. definitely like you gotta be friends with your teammates or at least don't be enemies with them yeah you don't have to be best friends but you need to be able to respect them and yeah it's a great way to put it right yeah so i know we talked about this earlier kind of balancing um school and sports but kind of how have you worked to improve balancing volleyball and academics because I know that or earlier you said you started with time management in the past and stuff like that I mean that's something that I mean that's so especially about like procrastination and stuff but right. kind of like what what's your take on it I guess so as a result freshman year is a good year I could talk about for this because (laughs) freshman year I was playing volleyball from August to November with a school and uh, I had December off but then in January all through uh, I think end of May possibly June I don't remember but uh, that's like what is that 10 months out of the year that I was playing volleyball Mm because from January to end of end of May June Mm -hmm. uh, I was playing competitive club volleyball and that was pretty hard because since 10 months out of the year I was focusing all all my attention was on volleyball my schoolwork started to fall behind and I I had no time for myself I had a hard time finding time to hang out with friends outside of outside of school and outside of volleyball and it definitely was hard for me to find time for myself too just to like relax and calm down Mm -hmm. um so as a result of that sophomore year I only played school volleyball Mm -hmm. and I cut out club volleyball Mm -hmm. because I wanted that time for myself and taking a break yeah so I guess building off of that what type of things do you do to kind of like take a break and kind of de-stress well, I love just laying on my back on my bed. <laughs> like, honestly, it's like one meditation, of the most relaxing. stuff like that. Right. And I love petting my dog. Mm-hmm. I feel like before I didn't really pet my dog a lot. And <laughs> before quarantine, you mean? Well, yeah, before quarantine. Mm-hmm. I feel like quarantine has helped me be more like a better person, I would mm, say. More it's present. Like, yeah, I'm more, I'm more present and I'm more aware of like things I want to do and mm-hmm. I'm not just so focused. Yeah. On, volleyball uh-huh um and it's been really nice getting to know myself better right guess you could yeah. say that mm-hmm. um and i i just i feel like i neglected my dog before i was never with her you know and now i every day i try to go for a walk or mm-hmm. um at, at least sit with her and like pet right. her and uh-huh. be with her i'm just i'm putting in more effort i guess mm-hmm. you could say now that i have the time to right yeah. yeah and i feel like for quarantine for a lot of people it kind of helps them Discover things about themselves. About themselves. Um, 
to kind of do a lot more self-reflection. It sounds like you were able to do that too, which is great. Yeah. Um, so I guess kind of, again, building off that question, what type of like hobbies do you do now or that you have done in quarantine that have allowed you to kind of take a break and kind of, I guess, like what you said, like kind of reevaluate more about yourself? Um. I would say me and my, I hang out with my sister more, mm-hmm. which, which I did, did not, not do yeah. before. Um, we like to do a lot of things together mm-hmm. and we've been getting into the show uh, American Housewife. Mm-hmm. And now yes, I have time I for that, that too. Store. Yeah. yeah, I have time for it mm-hmm. too. And we like to, me and my sister like to uh, do a lot of things together. Mm-hmm. Like we like to go take our dog for a walk mm-hmm. and we like to like make fun of things I guess you could say like whatever's yeah. happening um and I would say I'm like more involved with my family in general mm-hmm. I guess you could say yeah like I, I see yeah. my, my dad a lot more mm-hmm. and I hang out with my mom more and I, yeah I think we're closer as a family now totally because of COVID and since volleyball isn't even a thing up until now mm-hmm. um it was like more time for us to like mm-hmm. relax and yeah. specifically for me to like not think about mm-hmm. volleyball and focus on different things in my life and definitely like, hey, see people and like right. do more things with people because uh-huh. I had the time to. Right. Yeah, I definitely have seen that, especially not only with me, but with other people that I've known. They've definitely, because they've been stuck at home. They've been sure. able to like hang out with their family more deep in those relationships. I mean, of course, there's those experiences of, like, quarantine has been good for a lot of people, especially right. people that have experienced, like, domestic violence, stuff like that. But I think generally if you don't are experiencing that and you have your parents both working from home, I think for a decent amount of people, those relationships definitely have improved. Oh, yeah, I would totally agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, what can I say about this? I can say, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I definitely think it's helped me and my family because mm-hmm. my parents both worked and my sister went to a different school mm-hmm. and was doing a different sport and my schedule was different yeah. than hers. And uh, now we're all on the same mm-hmm. schedule and we're all yeah. together and we hang out more. But in a way, it's also been annoying mm-hmm. because I only see them. Um, right. Typically, I only see them. Mm-hmm. And I see them a lot more than I normally did. And I sometimes I get pretty mm-hmm. tired of them. You oh, know? yeah. Yeah, I totally know what you mean. You just, you can't spend 24-7 with your family. It's just, right. it's terrible sometimes. Like, you don't want to see them. You know, I'd be like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Exactly. I'm just, like, sick of you. Yeah. yeah. I'm definitely, like, lucky to have them and have other people with me so I'm not lonely. Right. And I definitely don't take it for granted that I have my family. Mm-hmm. but sometimes I just want to break and just want yes. to be with myself yeah I know what you mean for sure yeah um I guess kind of going back a little bit to the volleyball thing how has quarantine have you like hung out with your teammates or like how has that kind of been affected because you're completely not seeing that group of people that you were seeing pretty regularly before right um so my team last year uh, had six seniors mm-hmm. and those six seniors graduated mm-hmm so we had to fill the spots this year, mm-hmm. and due to COVID, we were delayed. The season was delayed, mm-hmm. and then it stopped because my coach got COVID. Wow! Yeah, and it shut down, mm-hmm. and it didn't start up again until now, March. Mm-hmm. We have a new coach, and we're now starting with beach volleyball mm-hmm. rather than indoors because it's more right. safe for COVID. Yeah, with the COVID guidelines, all of those things. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I have 
uh, decided not to play this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was playing, but I've now decided not to due to my knee. Because mm-hmm. I did re-injure my knee as a result of playing yes. the other day. Yes. Do you want me to elaborate on that? Like the injuries specifically? Oh, yeah, sure. I could say a few things about that. Um, So what's today? Today's like the 12th of March. Yes. We're, yes, I'm recording this the day before I'm planning to upload it. I just, it's easier to do it that way. Oh, yeah. Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah. Um, No, totally fine. Like not. Yeah. Okay, so this day is twelve March, twelve the twelfth Jesus, the twelfth of March. <laughs> I can't talk. Yeah. Um, I think I re-injured it the fourth. I think mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's been eight days. Yeah. So a day of tryouts for volleyball, for beach mm-hmm. volleyball. I should be more specific about that. Um, I was fine, and then I went home, mm-hmm. and I was walking in my driveway, and my knee partially dislocated oh geez yeah it's called a subluxation mm-hmm. is how my doctor described for the it. medical term for anybody yeah in medicine on the podcast <laughs> yep subluxation is when mm-hmm. your knee partially comes out of its socket mm-hmm. and at the time i didn't think it was going to be so mm-hmm. bad i thought maybe i'll take a week off mm-hmm. and i'll be fine and i'll play that is not the case mm-hmm. uh i did re-injure the knee again and um, I have a, I have, I haven't heard back from the doctor yet, but I, I'm, I'm assuming it's not going to be good news, mm-hmm. and I'm going to have to take further action. And it's, it's about, about time, time to, about time. time right? Day. Yes, because you pretty much are pretty certain you're going to have to get surgery, right? Which is a pretty big thing, especially yeah. for your volleyball career, because as I understand, you wouldn't be able to play volleyball anymore, which is super sad because it was a huge part of your life. Yeah, it would be career ending. Mm-hmm. Um. And I don't know if I'm ready to take that mm-hmm. step yet. Yeah. I haven't heard back yet. So I'm waiting until yeah. to make any mm-hmm. further choice. Right. So as of right now, I think I said earlier, I decided not to play. I, how mm-hmm. I feel right in this moment, I have not like said I'm not going to play mm-hmm. yet. I, that's just how I feel right now. Because right. I don't think, think it's, it's going to be good news. It's coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll have to wait and see for that. But um, it's, it will be career ending if I do need to get surgery. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess if, if you have any other comments about volleyball or school, you can elaborate on those. But I think all of my questions that I had have been like pretty much, I guess, answered, and it's been really kind of enlightening to hear about your experience with volleyball and stuff like that. So, if you have any other stuff to share, please. Do. Uh, sure, I could say one thing to anybody listening that's yeah. thinking about playing volleyball or is playing mm-hmm. volleyball or is having trouble with their time management mm-hmm. from experience. I can tell you that uh, asking for help is definitely worth it and you should mm-hmm. be utilizing all the resources you yeah, have. Yeah, use your resources. For sure. Don't be afraid because I was kind of afraid to ask for help because at least for me, being so ahead in math, showing that I needed help mm-hmm. was like a sign of weakness for me. Right. I, I feel like that's, that's like for a lot of people. Yeah, it was hard for me to ask for help, but if I could go back, I would definitely ask for help. Mm-hmm. I would... I would uh, give more time to different things. I wouldn't spend mm-hmm. all my energy on volleyball because volleyball, for me at least, is not my life. And I don't want it to be my life. I want it to be a part of my life, but not what defines my right. entire life. Yeah, and I think that that's a really good approach to sports in general because if you're, at least if you're not like going off for, for college or pro, I think it's really important to not get really all consumed in those sports because. 
I think, I think at the end, end of the day, day being well-rounded is super important. important. But, but if yeah, you have hobbies that you were really passionate about, of course, do them. But taking breaks to do other things is super important. important. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I guess with that said, I think that's the end of the episode. I mean, all right. Last, last words of wisdom. <laughs> uh, I would just say go for it. But be yeah. careful. You know your right. body better than anyone. Mm-hmm. Take care of your body. You only right. got one. Totally. Okay. Well, thank, thank you so, so much for your yeah. Thank you for having me, Callie. Of course. Callie. Yeah. This has been super enlightening. I have just learned so much about you as a person and just volleyball and just so much about that. I guess that sports mindset because I was never in competitive sports or anything like that. But yeah, I guess I just, I learned a lot from this episode and I feel like this is a really good setup for further guest appearances and this right. is a really good episode to have. I hope so, this helps someone too. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a big goal of the podcast is just to help people in general. But okay, wow. Thank Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Of course. Okay. Bye-bye. Hi, guys. It's Callie. I'm back in my post-edit form, I guess you could say. I just wanted to give a slight disclaimer and basically end the episode here. Um, But I am so, 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 so sorry about the audio issues that I had. I realized that there was so much echoing and just audio quality was really, really bad. Um, I'll try to fix that for next week's episode and further episodes of special guests. I know that that was obviously not ideal. I just, I feel so bad about that and there's not really a way that I can re-record it, but in the future, the audio will be a lot better. So yes, I will focus on that, but I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. It means so much to me that you guys listen. Um, if you want to contact Izzy, I ended up tagging her in a story on the Instagram if you want to, if you have any questions or comments or concerns for her about this week's episode. Um, and obviously if you want to see that or ask me any questions or say your concerns or any of that stuff, contact me in any way. You, the Instagram is open-ended pod, all lowercase, no dots or dashes. Um, so yes, you have any other things that you want to talk about? Um, yeah, just thank you so much for listening to this week's episode again. And I hope you guys have a great day, week, night, month, year, and I will see you guys next week. Okay, bye-bye.